<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Underground Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Federici. I'm here, uh, as always, with the true video wizard, Michael Spank. <laughs> Appreciate and we it. we have a pretty awesome guest in studio here for us today. have a man who is rumored to have toured 100 breweries in 100 days. As the great Beck once prophesized, he showed up <laughs> with... Lived. Two turntables and a microphone today yeah. in studio. St. <laughs> Joe Jack, what's going on, man? Hey, Dylan. Well, I'm having fun doing this right now. That's what's up. Yeah, dude. Um, and I know you only showed up with one turntable, but I couldn't let that ruin the opportunity for a good Beck reference, you know? You know, the story the story can always be told differently. <laughs> we can we <laughs> can be, always uh there's video evidence though. I mean Yeah, yeah. there is. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, I turned the table twice. So, yeah, that's I have two to turn, turn it in two, two directions. There, so. we there we go. There we go. To turn the table, you must scratch it. There you go, man. So, we just finished up a uh, kind of a marathon recording session there, dude. We were in there for a couple hours, got some awesome takes, some awesome stuff. Uh, your first song was Good Shoes. Um, tell me a little bit about that because you kind of went crazy with like a looper and like some. <laughs> effects some different percussion and you were switching microphones and all over the place well um you know the rundown of the rig uh i mean the song itself um i must have wrote that song in like 2016 2017 or something like that nice. and um yeah so that one's an oldie and um yeah the good i mean like it's just it's um the middle section with all the like with all the loop stuff that's added into it that's kind of uh, what's been added on over the years, but the song itself was, um, you know, it was just uh, just kind of a a happy go lucky song about about wanting to take somebody out on a date or something like that. For all I know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I would hope you know you wrote the song. But... <laughs> you know, I was listening to like a lot of a lot of like uh, Buddy Holly and like Elvis kind of stuff. You know, yeah, and, yeah. like a lot of that was just kind of floating around in my subconscious at the time, and I think that's what that's what came out. And, um, so the, that's what the song, you know, that's kind of what it, what formed the song. And then since then I've wanted to turn it into like this epic, like journey kind of a thing with everything in the middle. So, um, you know, you never know what's going to happen uh, in the, in the bridge part. Hey, we're going to take a quick break to listen to St. Joe Jack's original song, Good Shoes. See the live sessions or to check out the behind the scenes, look us up on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram at The Underground Sessions. Okay, let's try this one more time. <laughs> or, else I, or else I'll have to take off my shoes for this. Well, my name's St. Joe Jack, and this song is called Good Shoes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's and the I mean, bridge to, I mean, the bridge to like Terabithia. Yeah. <laughs> Terabithia, we're taking you. And I mean, we can attest to that. Me and Mike went and saw you at uh, Pollyanna Brewing over in Roselle the other day, and uh, killed it. But it was like the songs didn't, they weren't the same as the what we heard today in the studio. So it's like every time I hear you play something, whether it's the versions you got on Spotify or anything, it's like it's a different version every time I hear it. It's it's pretty awesome, man. They're like snowflakes, <laughs> you know. They're like go. each snowflake has its own little pattern, and uh, that's how I that's how I like it. I just uh, I want to I want to have so many of them that I'm gonna have to like shovel them out of my driveway. Like, <laughs> but I feel like you're a tried and true live musician, so that's kind of like how it goes. And you change it up and flavor it up for like a different song. You're like, oh, I play this song, you know, every night or whatever, and you're like, come on, play different, and you can. So like, just change it up. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you a little bit, like, how did you kind of find your sound? Yeah, because there's literally there's a lot of layers like that. a lot of layers to that. Yeah, there's yeah. You have like ten <laughs> instruments besides the guitar and the hi hat, plus all the pedals you have. Well, <laughs> man, I mean the sound—that's a good question because it's always. I mean, like it—it it definitely started with just me and a guitar. It was just me and a guitar singing and mm-hmm. and doing whatever. And then um, I was really, really interested and Mac DeMarco and the Grateful Dead and um like Frank Zappa and like all these and you know Fish and all these all these really great like guitar playing bands and um you know and then along with that you know I listened to a lot of jazz and just a lot of like a lot of um uh, you know really old music and um mm-hmm. I was trying to so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bring ragtime or like an older kind of sound into a new kinder uh, or a new a new kinder kind of sound. This is <laughs> this is um this is the the best way it's going to sound for right now. So I'm starting a new kinder kind of sound, and you know just it's, it's what I think it's like a it's like a ragtime with a bass drop. It's like reverse bluegrass. It's like it's like some kind of loop jazz. Um, it so that. I mean that I guess defines a little bit of the genre, but I guess as far as the sound goes for uh like myself, I found that I found that there's a bend. There's a bend that I can do on the guitar that's just like it's such a like a buttery and I figured out it, well and I originally found out how to do this thing on a Stratocaster, which isn't here right now but um i figured it out how to do that with a whammy bar and i was like why can't i make my acoustics sound like that so i try to like just gnarl my my hand into every note and just make it make it talk so i make my guitar talk and i play old music with a new with a new flair to it with a new kinder kind of sound yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it's like what you said he's like put it in the pot and stir it up yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's all it is yeah man i mean but it was, there was there was a lot of different kind of influences that uh, I heard. I mean, I listened to like you said a lot of the really old stuff all the way up to stuff that came out yesterday. So, I mean, yeah, it was kind of cool to hear like elements of like the Pink Floyd and like the way that you layered and looped things. And then obviously you had the Pig, which was you know <laughs> yes. something oh, we'll talk about in a bit. The cherry on top. To yeah, <laughs> the Pig was great. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch our. Yeah, things better with bacon. Um, <laughs> go watch our YouTube videos. The live series with Saint Joe Jack should be out uh, right about the time you're listening to this. So you can go check it out. Link will be in the episode description, and you can uh, 
see Daisy for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so where did the pig come into play? Like when in, when yes, did you start using that? Um, well, there's a there's a group called the Deep Fried Pickle Project, and um, they like they they're really interesting because they make all of their own instruments and um they just write all these really goofy songs they're just a lot they're a lot of fun to watch and um there was this one section where like i saw their christmas show and um they had a section where like they all had these squeeze pigs and they were going and they had like at least four or five of these going at the same time and i was like holy cow that's genius so by the time I found a squeeze pig, I was like, "Like this thing could be, this thing could do some, do some real, uh, do some real excavating here on the looper." And um, you know, like at first it was just kind of like incoherent squeaking, just like you know, it's like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. But now, <laughs> uh, recently, I just found out that I could like karate chop it and then get it to <laughs> get it to do a little more, uh, a little more for you. Well, you can add the uh, squeeze pig to your list of mastered instruments, man. Yeah. I mean, your, your use of the looper with the pig was uh, masterful. But yes. uh, <laughs> get on those masterclass videos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is how you play the pork chop <laughs> with Saint Joe Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd pay for that that uh, class right there, man. I'd make like a little book or something like that, just like a little uh, pamphlet. It's three pages. Or it's like step one, squeeze. Step two, release. <laughs> Thanks for watching. I'm saying, Joe Jack. <laughs> squeeze, release, and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, let all man. let all your blues just melt away. <laughs> Man, but you you actually do use it because it, it, it you just touch it and it adds an interesting mix, especially when you're doing like three or four layers. It just kind of falls in between everything and it fills the, that void. So it, whether you think it's a gag right now, but like you listen to it and you're like, oh yeah, like it makes sense. You just add it in the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes total sense. Well, it's cool too because it seems like uh, like obviously the first thing that comes to mind when you hear with like the looping and you were doing kind of like uh, when we did um, Alligator Eyes and Madam Daylight. They, kind of did a song that transitioned into one and the other but uh you kind of like did this spacey like trippy thing and then you did the (laughs) the, brought the pig in and it was like obviously the first thing that comes to mind is uh pink floyd's animals and like that's what you did that and then obviously switching that into uh what did you call it reverse bluegrass yeah was, uh, (laughs) was pretty awesome man it was like a really cool transition to see like yeah, because you just uh, came in and you're like, and it just goes right into that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, um, well, so since I figured out how to hook up a like a turntable or like more than just a guitar, I found out that the like the whole rig is actually a time machine. <laughs> so like it's small well, like I usually play with like a bass and a banjo and all that stuff and I just wanted to keep it simple today. But um having a bass and a banjo that just required like a whole nother like soundboard and um just like a whole lot more wires and, and like a whole nother power strip. And like by the end of it, you know, it's like, I was like, Oh my God, this has to be like 1.1 gigawatts or something like that. We're going to be, we're like, we're going back to the future in this thing. And, um, and, uh, having all those instruments available and like, um, well, I'm a real big fan or like, I, I do enjoy just like taking a minute to let it all just like fizzle out 
and just uh you know like somehow you find it through all the chaos you find some kind of breath or at least i have and um so having a you know, having all those instruments on tap to like make just this big soundscape with it's, you know, it like it really does just like wash over you sometimes. Or like I listen back to some of it, and I'm just, like it just makes me have goosebumps. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it's like uh, kind of like that ambient noise, but like the way that you layer things and loop them and like transition from one to another is like it really is like masterful. Because I mean, I've I've messed with loopers and stuff like that. And I'm always doing it and it's like slightly off time and I'm like, oh, I got to start over again, you know, and like, so I get that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, man, that was, uh, like I said, it was masterful. It was like you were on top of everything. Everything was on time. And especially you know. when on that, that, uh, we want to focus on just the, your voice or the guitar and you just stop and mm -hmm. start again. It's perfect. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Let's talk about uh, you covered two songs for us here today. You did uh, Folsom Prison Blues from Johnny Cash, and then Ooh, you know, yeah. classic, a complete 180. You did uh, what was it, Sir Duke from uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder? Wonder. Yeah. All right, yeah. so why did you choose those two songs, man? Um, well, Sir Duke, that one's been a staple crop as far as I can remember, and um, man, I mean, that song, um, <laughs> how do I, I mean, like. I love singing it. It's kind of like the best. I mean, like if if you love music, then you you are just immediately drawn to that. And um, it's one of my favorite songs to play with all the different riffs and and everything. And um, you know, just it's a good song to feel out. And um, I really, you know, like there's a really good opportunity to do some scratching in that too. So it's like it's one of those songs where like it fits, and it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> this is it <laughs> and um the johnny cash song um that one i mean that's just like a, a nice fast chunky chunky blues song you know and that's which is interesting because you kind of flipped it on its head like it's the original version is kind of like depressing and you were like oh you could probably make this into like an upbeat kind of like <laughs> we <could> bunk, yeah <laughs> we, we can make this like fast and bluegrassy like yeah let's do that and, like but uh, yeah, and I'm sure Stevie Wonder thought it was a perfect song for scratching too. When yeah. He made it. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, like, I really like when I watch you play and when we were recording right there. It's like I just love watching like how your brain works with everything. Like you're just like you could see like, do do you have a plan going into it of like what you're gonna do or you're just like, eh, we'll see what happens. Like, oh, I got a I got a plan. I got a plan. Um, is your plan? Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, and it's, I mean, you know, like I, sometimes I like to play with the set list and then sometimes it's like, you know, and then, then there's nights when like I bring a set list and then it's like nothing, nothing seems like it lines up with the moment. I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna do it. But, um, when it comes to the song, like each song I've, I've played so many times to the point where it's like, okay, I think I'd want to start it. Like I'd start this with like the beatbox first and then play guitar. Maybe like I'll start with the guitar and then I'll add the beat over it. And then, you know, when I do that, it's, it's a lot easier to make it meld together a little bit instead of coming in with just a straight for like 30 seconds. And then, yeah. yeah. So it's like, am I setting it up or am I just playing it? You know? And, um, that's, uh, you know, that's the game, you know? I mean, it's kind of like, it's like, um, you know, I mean, you could you could just play the song or like I could just play the song, like just singing it and playing guitar. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, 
putting it into the looper, it's almost like the looper itself is almost like a whole nother instrument. And that's, that's the cool part about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of, I just figured out how to like use all the buttons and stuff too. And now I'm like, Oh my God, that's what this thing does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's, uh, we did another song too. And, uh, you actually named it on the spot today in the studio. You're like, I've been working on this one. And then you named it on the spot. It was called connecting the dots. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Killer song. But, uh, I mean, bold move to come out, come out swinging with like, Hey, I wrote this and I don't even have a name for it yet, but let's play it. <laughs> yeah. Let me run yeah. through a couple yeah, songs right? and I'll think of it in my head a little bit later. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> it took the longest time. Um, uh, but man, that was such a, that was, such, I mean, so I wrote that song on a banjo and, um, and, uh, I, for a while I was just calling it banjo and falsetto because <laughs> it has that part where it goes, Oh, whoa, woo. um, you know, and it's like, I can't tell if it's like a yodel song or just, uh, you know, I mean, it's a, but it's one of my favorite songs to play. It's, um. It, you know, it just gets me, uh, gets me in the mood to just like keep on, keep on moving. It's a good, good morning jam. That's true. Yeah, connecting yeah. the dots. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. That's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> Simple as that. Got to figure it out quick. So I figured it out, and I uh, thought, yeah, connecting the dots would be a good name for it. You connected the dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you connected <laughs> the dots? <laughs> uh, so I'm curious, like, what's your your songwriting process like? Because your music doesn't necessarily fit into a specific genre. Like I haven't heard much that's like there's sections where I'm like, Oh, that sounds kind of like this. And then you're just like, yeah, now I'm going to add a looper and a pig. And like, it's, you know, you, you do a kind of a 180 three or four times in your music and flip back and forth between uh, genres. So I'm curious is like, what's your songwriting process? Well, um, the process, I mean, like, I feel like I'm been, well, the thing is I've had like a writer's block for like, or for like a year uh, that I, I just dug myself out of about like six months ago, but like during the start of like the whole pandemic, it's like, as soon as I get out of my hole, then, then the pandemic starts and I'm like, Oh, what weird timing. Um, so, um, but before, before and after that, like I, I'm just like constantly like writing down lines and verses and whatever in in the notebooks and um like whether like I have a big one or like four like little ones. Now I have like four or five big ones that I'm just like whichever one is on hand. You know, it's like I have the travel one and then I have the one that doesn't leave the house and they have this one and this one and all this stuff. And um, you know, I'm just writing down a lot of a lot of what people are saying because it's just funny shit and it's like <laughs> and um i mean so that's that inspires a little bit oh Which, well a little bit of it it's and, interesting that you say that because we uh we had chris uh kramer on last week and we had the conversation about uh how most people now do the opposite of what you do is they have like the the notes section on their phones that they go through and you're like no no, no i have like seven notebooks that i carry around with me so yeah it's interesting <laughs> yeah. to hear that that you kind of switch it up like that and yeah, kind of go pen and paper route versus the uh, typing it out route on your <laughs> note section on your cell phone. I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing it, but I do like me some pen and paper, and it probably helps you remember it. I remember that even just in college, like I 
was the guy that had been in paper. I didn't have my laptop on a Word doc or something or OneNote. Just <laughs> nerd. <laughs> pull Just out pen and paper, man. Pull, pull out your phone. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, wait. <laughs> One of oh, those man. guys. Me too. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about the uh, 100 breweries in 100 days, man. Mm. So, like, how many of those do you remember? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, I think I could remember pretty close to all of it. Um, Pretty close or, to three of them. Or like, if I, <laughs> I, I still have place? a calendar. What, was it last year? It was this what? time last year. Oh, wow. Okay. It was from September 27th to January 4th of last year, um, 2019 to 2020. And um, that, like, to sum that all up, that was like 100 days of consecutive drinking, driving, and playing music. Not all in that order. Um, I was gonna but, say that seems like like the wrong way to yeah. do it. Right? <laughs> it was more it was more like driving, playing, and drinking. Um, and wow, I mean, like, where do I where do I start and where do I end? Because uh, like booking it, I mean, like booking it, I was like booking it alone seems like it would be a nightmare, man. Like that seems like it was so a much lot. work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. I mean, like so what I was doing at the time or like, so how it, how it kind of started, um, was I was at grand Valley. Um, and, uh, I was like a sophomore and I, like, I was, I was just feeling like I needed to take some time off and, um, and you know, well, like through the spring and the summer, I was like, you know what? I think I want to like, I want to like go on a tour and do this thing and, um, and play at a hundred breweries in a hundred days and um why <laughs> because i wanted to get a video of each crowd singing a verse of 99 bottles of beer on the wall and put together a huge video of 99 bottles of beer on the wall and um you know be able to play at all the breweries um so did you accomplish it i did it, the video is up on youtube it's saint joe jack and the takedown tour Ooh, that looks we were all we were all taking awesome. one down. Definitely gonna check that out. <laughs> it's um, it's like you know, it's it's an epic, it's an epic video. It's twenty four minutes long, rightfully so. Um, and uh, so when I was well, I don't know. I mean, like booking it. Um, I started booking it, and when I had like twenty five confirmed, so it was June, and I had like four or like three more months to get everything booked up. And I had 25 confirmed. I went to so, you um, know, just confirming 75% of it in three months. Yeah. It seems solid, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems super easy. A lot of emails. I'm sure <laughs> it was crazy. Cause it was like, at first it's like, I didn't, I didn't want to like drop the ball or like, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like say it too early and then have someone else try to like over promise under deliver. Yeah. Um, but when I had 25, I went to this, um, it was, it was like a big music seminar at third coast recording in Grand Rapids. And, um, what they did is they had a bunch of people that like worked in the recording studio or worked or that they had the writer, John Sinkovitz from uh, local spins and Grand Rapids there. And, um, you know, the guy who owns the studio and then like everyone else, it's like super, uh, busy in the Grand Rapids community come out and like talk about, um, music stuff. And, um, I can't remember what the subject was, but they were, um, 
they they were like, does anybody have any projects that they're working on that they need uh, that they would like some help with? And um, I was sitting like, or like I was, you know, I was. I think I was the first one to stand up and say something, and I was like, I'm St. Joe Jack, and I'm planning out a tour to play at a hundred breweries in a hundred days. I got twenty five already. And, um, like, the guy's like, like, this is wow, it. That's a request. <laughs> do and you guys, does anyone need to like, like help out to like save projects in a recording program? And you're like, yeah, can you book 75 breweries for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, then the crazy thing was, um, th- there was some guy behind me who was a part of the brewers guild in Michigan or something like that, and he was what like, a "Yeah, to just right? stand up That's and say crazy, that." Crazy well, man! I got he's some like, friends. Let I me know tell you. all the breweries that you could ever know in Michigan. So then we immediately like, it was so crazy, and it was like, uh, oh, so, so we awesome. immediately start um, talking, and um, he is his friend uh, who actually started a podcast now um, uh, called Ultra Michigan out of Muskegon. Um, uh, he uh, took some photos for for the the hundred day tour and it so and uh we went out into the swamp and we took the promo pictures uh uh like when i'm like up to my knees and like some that's awesome some yeah. muck <laughs> and i was you know so i mean like that like that moment like saying it right then and there uh really i mean like that really like uh, put the pedal to the metal and i was like yeah i can do this like this is this is totally possible and um and you know, I mean, by the time it started, I had like seventy or eighty by the time it started. But I had like the first couple months booked solid, so I could like spend some time booking the end of it. Yeah. So it worked. It so panned what was out. Your, uh, your schedule like during that? Were you like yeah. Monday through Sunday doing this, or was it like go? Oh. <laughs> are you just paying like nine breweries a night over the weekends? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So it was for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I'd wake up. At like seven or eight in the morning to like, um, like get out of whatever campground or, or I only stayed at like, like eight hotel, like 10 or eight hotels out of a hundred days, which I thought was pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like, I wound up waking up and getting out early a lot of the days and, um, and then I would go, um, I would make the drive. And I would go somewhere where that had some Wi-Fi and post up for a couple hours and send out a couple emails, post uh, post the videos from the night before, and um, check out whatever. And then around noon or like around whatever time, I just go out and explore for for what it was worth, and um, you know try to try to see what 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 was good about all these little towns, and uh, and then I go play, and then um, and then. Get in the car, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Wash, rinse, repeat. (laughs) Yeah, man, that's crazy. Did you have like a a favorite brewery you were at, or was that just kind of like? Oh, that's uh, they're they're all my favorite. (laughs) 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 And it well, there were there were a lot that stood out. Um, or like you know there was um, there's this one in Copper Harbor, Michigan. That's like way, 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 way like as far north you can go in Michigan, and it's just this like. That's a town, Michigan,ada Michigan,ada practically. You are like on the edge of the world up there, and they have like a bunch of little motels, um, maybe like a gas station and a brewery, 
And a bar. Okay. So they had a brewery and a bar. So maybe they Sounds have like a my bit kind more. of place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of people and a lot of beer. Right. Yeah, pro- they probably have more beer than people up there. I'm about um, it. Yeah. But that, I mean, like, that was one of my favorite places to play because it was, uh, it, you know, it was just so, like, cozy and welcoming. And, um, you know, there was uh, playing at Founders in Grand Rapids was a honor, you know, to be on, to be on such a, such an awesome stage and, um, you know, playing to playing to Grand Rapids like that. And, um, there was, oh man, I went to Kentucky for a week and like the Kentucky at all the places in Kentucky were really good to me too. And anywhere in the U. Okay. So anywhere in the UP, anywhere in Kentucky, Detroit's awesome. Um, there's a, I could go on, I could go on for a while at, um, uh cognition brewing in bangor they were they were hosting a rocky horror picture showing i think i've actually been to that one really yes like randomly i think i've actually been to that brewery and it was pretty awesome yeah so it was i mean like so that was i mean that was a night (laughs) (laughs) um uh, you know, and um, there was another band there that opened. I mean, like, you know, it was it was kind of cool because, like, I was playing, uh, like, doing a lot of solo things, and then I'd I'd be able to like open up for some bands every now and then at at some of the other breweries. And man, I could just go on for a while. That's awesome, man. <laughs> what but, do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, man, it was awesome getting to record you. It was awesome talking to you. Um, obviously. Just let us know, man. Come back whenever you want. I mean, you're what ten minutes from the station, so just five swing minutes. On. Yeah, swing on <laughs> through, swing on man. By, yeah. exactly. Well, uh, next time we're up, feel free to drop in, guest host a podcast, whatever, whatever you're feeling. Hey, I'm down. I'm All right, down. man. Um, as always, got to give a shout out to our presenters over here, Gerard Media LLC, uh, WIMS, nice. which is AM fourteen twenty ninety five one FM and one zero six seven FM. And WHFB, which uh, obviously is the beautiful building we're sitting in right now and where we record all of these awesome live sessions videos, where the link is in the description. And uh, that is AM 1060 and 102.5 FM. Um, As we will always do, we'll have links to Jack's social media, um, his Spotify page, all of this cool stuff we're doing. And we'll put that in the episode description. As always, thank you guys for listening, and a huge thank you to Gerard Media LLC. You can listen to us on WIMS AM 1420, 95.1 FM, and 106.7 FM. You can also check us out at WHFB AM 1060, 102.5 FM. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes action, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram to get all the cool stuff we post while we're recording. Thank you for listening in. Hope you found your new favorite artist. To check out more, check the link in the description episode. We will see you in two weeks.